Hello and welcome. You are listening to Embodied Curiosity. In this show, we will explore self-compassion and holistic health through the lens of embodiment, intuition, nature connection, and neuroscience. I'm your host, Michaela, and I'm so excited for you to join me. Hey, welcome back. I have been rereading one of my favorite books, Women Who Run With the Wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. This book has been so impactful in my life, and I wanted to share my thoughts and insights as I read through each chapter. This is set up sort of like a virtual book group, so feel free to get a copy of the book and follow along with me. I also uploaded video versions of these episodes on my YouTube channel. You can find my channel by just searching my name, Michaela Rands, or you can click the link in the description. I hope you gain some insights as I share my process with the stories in this powerful little book. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to my channel. I wanted you guys to meet my dog, George. Hi, George. Say hi. <laughs> Today I wanted to talk a little bit about a book that's been really important to me. Um, it's called Women Who Run With the Wolves. You like it? And so I brought my, my wolf along. Uh, yeah, having having dogs as pets is a trip. <laughs> um so, Women Who Run With Wolves. As you can see, my copy has been pretty beat up. I've had it for a long time now, many, many years. Um, and yeah, I've lent it out. I've lost it and found it again. I've bought new copies, lent those out. It's just been kind of with me as like a guide and a teacher and a lens to look at the world through. The author really does an amazing job of writing poetically and describing just stories that she's found similar stories throughout many cultures and how stories can really be medicine. The intro talks a lot about about her journey and why she made this book. It's really like a time um, in history when women and wolves, she talks about the similarities between the psyche of a of a woman and the wild woman archetype and and wolves and the state of both of those um, it feels like in dire need of revival and understanding and yeah I found this book to be really helpful I to be honest the first time I read through it it was a long time ago and it felt really dense and really poetic and I didn't quite get what a lot of the things she was saying. Like, I felt like there was, like, a lot of con- contradiction. Like, she would say, the wild woman is this, and the wild woman is this. And my logical brain was having a harder time, like, understanding um, or really latching on to any clear ideas. But the, the book still intrigued me, and the poetic nature of it was still really beautiful. And And so over the years, I've just remembered little bits of it. So I would... I would think I would be going through something, let's say I was going through a really hard time with the concept of community and ostracization and social anxiety. So then I would remember the story that I read of the Ugly Duckling and her rendition of the Ugly Duckling and the author just 
really breaks down the whole story as just a really common journey that we go on to find community. Um, another really important one is the skeleton woman. That story um, has come up in times of relationship, um, commitment, topics like being alone and codependency and and yeah, like hand, can I handle my big emotions? Can someone else handle my big emotions? Um, so the skeleton woman has really come up a lot too. I, I tended, after I read it all the way through over the years, I've just kind of looked at the chapters for sort of like a spot treatment. Um, if I was, like I said, dealing with, maybe I was dealing with anger and my relationship with anger. So I would go to the chapter on anger. Mar it's called Marking Territory, the Boundaries of Rage and Forgiveness. Um, the the selkie sealskin story really spoke to me a lot. Um, there's stories on intuition and the underworld and it's just like a beautiful way to see the wild woman archetype depicted and through all these stories and yeah the more and more I read it the more I relate deeper and deeper to it and it feels like it's shifting things in my psyche that I, I I'm almost unaware of um, but it just has become such a prized possession of mine and little images from it come to me often so I know it's doing the work it's sort of like a deep stories are a deep medicine where it's not the same as you have a symptom and you kind of cure the symptom with a medicine the stories are sort of like shifting your own stories and using archetypes and using stories about other people to help you reflect on your own experience um yeah and i just i really appreciate this book i actually just started a book group on facebook so if anyone's interested in joining that um i'll put the link below because i think what we're gonna do is we're just gonna read it chapter by chapter and in the Seattle area, we're going to be meeting up. And then, um, yeah, if you aren't in Seattle or if you can't meet up with us in person, then we'll be talking about each chapter and what kind of shifted for us and what came up for us when we read the chapter. So if you haven't yet, I highly recommend going and getting yourself a copy of this book. Um, whether or not you're a woman or identify as a woman, I think, like I said, in this time, um, it's so much more uh, about the feminine energy and the wild woman archetype than it is about actually being a woman. Um, but as a woman, I found that this really healed so much of the issues that have plagued me for throughout my life. Um, just confusion around what it means to be a woman and what is femininity and what is what are all these big emotions and why do I struggle with this or that? And this has been a really good book for helping me with that. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Embodied Curiosity. I hope you picked up some valuable insights to inspire you to stay curious and embodied.